dense, Scott. Barely a week ago, I heard you rail for two hours about independence. And? Mr. Hardwick, how many times have I heard you speak of freedom at my father's table? Half the men in this church, including you, Father, and you, Reverend, are as ardent patriots as I. Will you now, when you are needed most, stop at only words? Is that the sort of men you are? so strongly spoken and in which you so strongly believe welcome patriots to another episode of patriots voice michigan brian Medusin here alongside dave agema dave we had yes, some good sir. wins we had some good wins last week supreme yeah, we court roe versus wade no question and, and then re- a state's issue and yeah religious liberty point. with the coach that was praying on the 50-yard yep. line, so that was a good religious it's, it's victory. Good so, three. People got to realize that this whole thing about uh, abortion is a state's issue. Nowhere in the Constitution did it say the federal government has to mandate this one way or the other. Exactly. So go back to Michigan, what is a 1933 rule or law, which our uh, lesbian attorney general won't enforce, it's going to be illegal in the state of Michigan, save for the health of the mother. So... But how, thing. how can they Long say overdue. that? How can they say though now it's still legal? Like what's well, got to change? That's because another judge is going to put a little hold on it yet, so everybody can get in under control. It's it's typical. You're just they're playing a game. That's what they're doing. They're trying to elongate it as long as they can. Gotcha. But the biggest thing that's really got me up, of course, I was on the budget when I was a state rep, and I chaired transportation, and I was chaired human services, and I was also on Department of Community Health, which are all three big budgets. What, I, what they just passed in this budget is unbelievable. Uh, Georgia, same size as we are people-wise, their budget's $30.1 billion, $30.2 billion. Yep. Ours is $76.1 billion, folks. Unbelievable what they have put in this thing. It's one massive mangled pork. And all your people out there in, in your uh, Holland area have all voted for it. Luke Merriman voted for it. Uh, Victory voted for it. Yep, absolutely. Over here, Tommy Brand voted for it. These guys need their head examined. They don't deserve your vote. I want to get into that. So whoever voted for this, don't vote for them again. And there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight reps that voted no. One of them was Matt Maddock, who's a good guy. Another one went over. He was there, Rindon. She's good. But I'm telling you, these people, for example, we have a $761 billion budget. The legislature has $150 billion. They had $150 billion of demands by individual legislators and departments. So what are these people doing? They're trying to bring home the pork, bring home the pork so I can get reelected. I want to spend your money so I can get reelected. That's what they're doing. So they say they're making investments. That's a fancy term by a politician. We want to spend more of your money. It's hogwash. It's nothing more than expenditures. So what do we spend this money on? For example, I'm just going to give you a whole list here of things that's in that budget. $2.65 billion for public 
employee pensions. Well, give them a 401, 501c, whatever, a 401k. Give them that. Don't give them no pensions anymore. Get rid of that for the state employees. It's crazy. Uh, One billion go, goes to uh, Michigan public school employees retirement system. Well, what's wrong with them? We're already paying them too much for their indoctrination. Why can't they have the same thing? Just put a little away each time like the rest of us have to do. 300 million went to higher education retirements. Why? These people got endowments for those colleges up the yin-yang. That's huge. Yet they're sucking off us to put more and more into their retirements. And of course, we put 100 million in for state employee or state police pensions. Why aren't these people putting a little bit aside just like we did? Have it matched by the state, whatever. These pension programs are going to kill us in the long run. An additional 180 million to the already 1.38 billion rainy day fund. You know what a billion dollars is? That's a thousand million. Now just imagine a million dollars stacked up and a thousand of those stacked up. That's one billion. Just think how big this number is. Okay, 130 million for electric vehicle teaching. Really? We need to be taught about electric vehicles? 100 million for a University of Michigan academic research building. University of Michigan's got hundreds of millions of dollars in their endowments. There's no reason why we have to give them $100 million for their academic research building. Oh, man. Oh, same thing. Uh, I forget how many dollars, how many million. I think it was $5 million for a Sterling Hearts Elementary School Recreation Center. Give me a break. That's one school. There's all kinds of schools. Why do they get it? That's picking a winner and a loser. $500 million for a Lansing boxing gym. What? Think about this. $500 million for a Lansing boxing gym. That is pork like you read about. $2 million for a Lansing uh, Potter Park Zoo. $262 million for 28 large projects, like $30 million for the Grand Rapids Amphitheater. Well, what about the other cities? They need amphitheaters, $262 million so they can divvy this out to the cities they want to divvy it out to so they can get their people elected. $20 million for the Holland Township Pipeline. But what's the matter with the local taxpayers there? $35 million for the Mackinac Island upgrades. Well, for pity's sakes, folks, these people all got businesses up there. They charge a lot to stay up there. Why do we have to pay for their upgrades? And this was a favorite of mine. $2 million for a Traverse City curling club. Give me a break. This is nothing more than bringing home the pork from wherever that state rep is up there in Traverse City. $14 million for a passenger ferry to Beaver Island. Now, if that's a profitable gig, why do we have to substitute that at $14 million? Universities are getting 5% more. Why? Why are they getting 5% more? They're already getting too much. They have endowments. Community colleges are getting 5% more. Why? They shouldn't. Senate student scholarship proposal. They decide if they want to give some scholarships. The Senate does. You know what they're putting into that? $250 million, folks. We're being raped by our own Republicans. $6 billion to rebuild our local roads, bridges, airports, and transit. Let me tell you a little bit about that. We get a one, eight to one match 
if you want to build or fix a airport. So if I put a one million in there, they give me eight million. Uh, for transit, uh, we are now subsidizing transit anywhere between 85 and 99 percent, and that just includes the bus driver and the gas. It doesn't even include the original uh, purchase of the vehicles. And if it's got a green top on it, that sucker costs close to a million dollars, and there's no break-even point for it. In a normal transit system in a busy city like Detroit, makes sense. Makes no sense out here in Grand Rapids like Rapids doing. $305 million to encourage kids to go into teaching, i.e. indoctrination. Why do we have to spend $350 million to encourage kids to go into teaching? I, get, I just can't believe this. $625 million for mental health services, of which, you guessed it, the schools get $300 million of that. So there's another $300 million we're throwing at the schools. Quite frankly, I think some of these teachers are crazy because they're teaching all this stuff that they shouldn't be teaching. CRT, homosexuality, and so forth. And you can be furries. You can make believe you're a cat. So they put off cat litter. These people are crazy. $250 million uh, goes to state laboratories. $300 million for the MEDC. Let me tell you what that, Michigan Economic Development Corporation. They're the ones that said, oh, we're going to get 300 new employees. I can't remember the exact amount for this new battery thing out in Holland. Well, we got about 50 and they gave them $200 million. The Koreans came and accepted their check for $200 million, flew back on their airplane. We got almost nothing. The MEDC has got to die. It's a bad program. They never produce what they say they're going to produce. It's a bad organization. $130 million for recruiting more state police. Well, if it's a good job, people will want to do it. And that's pretty good paying, as I understand. $100 million to modernize the National Guard armories. Well, the National Guard armories are under the control of the federal government. Let them do it. We just shouldn't have to do that. $100 million to modernize, uh, $75 million, rather, for grants to civilian communities for blight removal. So I guess the cities don't want to deal with that. They want us to pay for the blight that they caused in their cities. And I can guarantee that'll be Flint and other organizations like that. $40 million for pure Michigan advertisement. So we're going to advertise for $40 million, the pure Michigan advertisement. Give me a break. $1.5 million for a new state veterans cemetery in Crawford County. Well, that is pork because there's a lot of counties that would like to have money probably for that, but that particular one got it because of their state representative. Increased spending for house spending. In other words, the House of Representatives, what they spend for their allotments and for their who they can pay their staff and everything. They got uh, a $4.2 million more dollars and Senate got $3.13 million more dollars so they can ruin the state. Department of Environment. Their budget's now $728 million. The DNR is $535 million. Department of Treasury, get this, $6.1 billion. All that's going to do is make sure that you're going to pay every last dollar and they're going to beg for more. MDOT got a 7.4% increase to $6.1 billion. Department of Technology, Management, and Budget. Their budget is $1.8 billion. That's... Just think about this. That's a thousand million, then eight hundred million. Michigan State Police got an eight hundred and twenty-three million dollar budget to include one million for ethnic diversity. So that means somebody who's going to get hired that doesn't deserve to get hired, and the person that's more qualified doesn't get hired. Civil Rights Department. <laughs> this budget went up twenty-one point one percent. 
to include 500,000 fund for Indian boarding schools. I have a real issue with this one, folks. Indian boarding schools. We have Native American Indians here, and we have Indian tuition waivers. They can go to college, whether it takes them four years or 10 years, and we pay for it. It was never intended to be that way. That was started by Representative Bond in the 70s. He wanted free college education for all blacks. He knew he couldn't get it. So he thought, I'll try for the Indians first, and then if they get it, I'll get it for the blacks. Well, he got it for the Indians, all right. But the problem is, uh, when I was a state rep, the Indian reservations that had the casinos had more cash available than the state of Michigan did. We shouldn't be paying for their college or their boarding schools. They got plenty of money for that. Saginaw State University, someone pulled in the pork for them, $21.8 million to renovate their Brown Hall. What's the matter with their endowments? What's the matter with all the money they get for their tuition? Oh, guy, it's, I'm almost going crazy when I read this stuff. And then I got another page here. Uh, well, I can go on, but I don't want to go on because it just frustrates me. These people who voted for all this pork obviously didn't know what was in these bills. And I'm telling you why. That's because they keep them up till 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the morning when it's supposed to be done the day before until everybody's tired and they just vote for it. Now, anybody with common sense, when they see all this kind of pork in a budget, they should vote no. In fact, like I've said in the past, what should really happen in the state of Michigan, if I were governor, I would demand every single budget in the state reduce their budget by two to three percent. And if that department head can't do it, I'd fire them, put somebody in there that can. But what they're doing now is just making every budget bigger and bigger and bigger. Hearing a lot of trash going around down there. I don't know what you're moving, but it's really noisy. But anyway, this, this stuff is just driving me crazy. I can't believe Republicans are voting for this. And they didn't need to do that. Yeah, they but the one thing that's that. missing, though, Dave, there's no tax cut. Oh. Like, where's the tax cut? <laughs> uh, see, once they get your money... It's almost impossible to get it back because they're like ongoing programs. The only way you're going to stop the growth of government, I think, is two ways. One, you got to have state reps and senators with some spine, and they just say we're going to cut budgets. That's what you got to do. You stop the money, you stop the growth. But they don't have the guts to do that because they're afraid that these political action committees that are working for all these departments are not going to give them money to run for the next election. So uh, I'm just amazed that not more people voted against this piece of trash. This is an absolute travesty. Just keep in mind, part-time legislature in Georgia, 30.1, 76.1 for Michigan full-time legislature. Do you see a difference here? Huge. And, then, and they got the same amount of people as we got, about 10 million. Yep, and that's one thing I'm running on is part-time legislature. So oh, God. people are actually loving that idea. Well, they'll love the idea, but the problem is you're going to have the establishment's going to spend a lot of money on Roger Victor because they love this guy because he votes and does what he's told. He goes home, runs his business, comes back. How should I vote, guys? Well, vote yes on this bill, this bill, this bill. That's what he does. Yep. See, and I just had a, I'm running for just the lowest thing possible. I mean, I've been the Republican National Committee man for the state, highest level position you can be. I'm just running for precinct delegate, and I just got a hit piece put on me by a couple of guys, not really a hit piece, but they're saying they're the true conservatives. These two guys aren't conservative at all, <laughs> but that's what the Republican <laughs> Party's putting out there. 
So what's going on here is pure deceit. And uh, uh, I just, folks, don't reelect. I'm beginning to believe that old statement, never reelect anybody. <laughs> it's almost getting to that. But there are a few good guys there that deserve to be reelected. Yeah, most it, of them don't. It's nuts. Most of them don't. I had a uh, conversation today. Some guy, just random call. Um, there were some ladies I had canvassing out in Grand Haven, and they were canvassing for the commissioner seat as well. And this guy, random call, he calls me up and says, hey, I got your information here, but I'm reading the uh, Right to Life packet that they send out to see who's been endorsed by Right to Life. And he's like, your name's not on here, or you, you haven't been endorsed. And so I had to call him back and explain to him, the reason is because Right to Life only endorses one candidate. Well, And if they're they the incumbent, also... and the, if the incumbent hasn't gone against their policy, they automatically keep that endorsement. Yeah, let me explain that. You can have an absolutely terrible state rep. I mean, he votes maybe 40% conservative and the rest is all liberal garbage. But he votes correctly on Right to Life. They'll endorse him if he's the incumbent. Yep. Even if you got a guy that's much better than him. That's what they do. I stopped giving to them years ago. Right. I give it to Resource Center and some other things. I won't give it to them anymore because well, they're one issue. They need to look at the whole person. You're pro-life, and that's what you got to put out. I'm pro-life. Yep. You know, and I put it on all my stuff. I was pro-life when I was running for um, the state rep, and uh, that's what they do. And they're part of the problem. They have become part of the problem because they're so political on, on that issue, and they don't look at the whole person. Well, the guy was uh, not a fan of Roger Victory, so he was glad that somebody was running against him. So he's got, so I've got his vote. But yeah, it's just one organization after another that you think that how can politics play into this when every Republican candidate should be pro-life? That should be a stance. I mean, that is part of their platform. Yeah. How can you have just one endorsement? I mean, that makes no sense to me. Well, that's what they should do. They should endorse everybody that's pro-life and then let the other people decide. Yeah. You know what they're. There's hundreds of more issues. issues. Yeah. I mean, what? It's not just one issue. Well, that's the problem with right to life. They've gone on the dark side, I think, and they're causing a lot of the wrong people to get elected. Not good. Yep. So anyway, that budget is it, that's atrocity. a huge. Yep. I'm glad Just we talked about that because I had that mess. on my list too. And it makes me angry as a former state rep and a Republican former and a Republican National Committeeman because it's not necessary, folks. Every time they spend more money, like. They're giving themselves more money to spend in the Senate and the House. They're increasing this budget by 7%. That budget's by 8%. Why? Why do they do that to a government that's already bloated? They're going to hire more employees. We're going to have uh, more retirements we're going to have to pay. And they need to all go to 401ks. This pension garbage has got to end. Just plain got to end. How are they How are they getting all this money? Like I, th- I thought we're heading towards a recession here. Where's well, all, Where's all this money coming from? They're getting a lot of those dollars, those $5 trillion that uh, that uh, Biden printed and spent. A lot of that's coming to the states, but what people don't understand, that's fiat money. Right. And now you got, it's an artificial stimulus to a thing that's going to crash. Right. That's why we're going to have stagflation. You're going to have inflation with a stagnant economy. Well, we're already, we're almost, we're already there. Almost there now. Because yeah, what, uh, exactly. I just saw a headline, one of the banks, I don't know if it's Bank of America, that said... Uh, the growth is going to be zero for the second quarter. Yeah, I can believe They're that. They're already so predicting it. When you have the growth of zero, 
who else does that affect? Item one, it's going to affect you and your job because you're not going to get the pay increases all these state employees do or federal employees. It's going to affect your retirements big time because the stock market's going to dump. We yep. had one of the highest stock markets under Trump ever. Why? Because he was doing the right stuff. We got one of the worst now. And I, what did I just hear? They uh, 60 years. The, 60 years. It's yeah. the worst in yep. 60 years. Yep. So that and when he said, oh, it's all because of Russia, that's hogwash. This whole thing between Russia and Ukraine has affected very little when you think about it. And he keeps dumping money on it. You know why? Because Biden's son was put on that, uh, yep. whatever he was doing for millions of dollars at Ukraine. Yep. So he's paying back for what they did for his son. And now we find out Biden lied. He says he never talked to his son about those kind of things. We find out now he did. He lied, as usual. Mm-hmm. That's part of the problem. Democrats can lie better than Republicans can tell the truth. And quite frankly, there's a lot of Republicans now that are lying. That's what they're doing over here with R.J. Regan again when they hit, did that hit piece on yep. it, which is absolutely a lie, absolutely terrible. And, uh, yeah, Freedom Fund, Betsy DeVos, and those those groups, they just want people that will do what they're told. Sorry, I'm not one of those. Have you heard of the story of the adopted Ukrainian girl that's— a minor, she's on the donor list, and she's in DeVos Hospital. They will not give her or put her on the list for a transplant until she's jabbed. I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's been in the been in the news for quite some time. But there was an update today on uh, Justin Barkley filled in for Glenn Beck this morning. And so a guy by the name of Brian who works for WeThePatriotsUSA.org, he's been following this from the beginning, trying to raise money. So they've they've filed a lawsuit or following a lawsuit because if she turns 18, she'll never be put on that list. But as long as she can get on that list, um, then she's okay, even after she turns 18. But my point is is that you you got DeVos here, why aren't they coming out and saying anything? Because this is ridiculous. This is somebody's life and death at stake, and you're you're withholding that from just getting the jab. That to and, me is uh, not moral at all. And there's more and more evidence that the jab's not doing you any good. Here, here's one big thing. I think I've said it before in the air, but if you get the jab, and let's say you get a little sick, but now you feel better and you're not symptomatic, you can still spread it. You mm-hmm. still spread COVID after you got the jab. Yeah. But Fauci spread like it to my, himself. Somebody <laughs> like myself who did not get the jab, when I got sick and I, my immune system beat it, I cannot yep. spread the disease when I'm not symptomatic. Yep. You know that. So I'm worried about all these stupid people that got the jab. Right. Because they can spread it walking around. Yeah. So That's... I still think, uh, I'm sorry, I don't like to get into these theories and all that, but I'm almost believing this whole thing is a setup to reduce world population because I still think in the next five, ten years we're going to have a lot of people dying of a lot of different diseases all as a result of this. And it's very possible. But you did see that, though, about Fauci. He's got corona yeah. for the second time <laughs> in a very short amount of time. Well, you'd think, why would he get that? Yeah, he's uh, boosted oh, and everything. I thought it well, was supposed they, to work. They said after you get the shot of the booster within, what, a week to two weeks, you'll quite often get it again. 
So this could go on forever. I mean, this, and you just look at how much money Fauci's making on all this stuff because yep. the patents he has. You know, if you if you believe the fact, and I do, that he spent $3.8 million he gave to Wuhan to develop this stupid thing. And then he said there's going to be a pandemic during the, the Trump candidacy. And there was. And then he suddenly gets into being in the position he's in, the highest paid person in our government. And then a lot of these, uh, the masks you get, you're wearing from China, some of the test kits are coming from China. Now we find out some of those test kits that you stick up your nose is bad for you. Yep. Some of the stuff that's in there. So it just keeps getting worse and worse, and there's no evidence whatsoever that you should be sticking that needle in a child. A child's immune, unless they're compromised, immune compromised, but a healthy child is not going to die from this. They just don't die from this. Less than the flu. Yep. So why would you want to do this? Well, I just read today, Dave, 3,200 kids with that new six-month-to-four-year-olds lined up to get the shot. 3,200 now, you add that, you're hurting the kids. And then in 2020, the state of Michigan alone, we aborted 27,339 kids mm-hmm. just in Michigan. Right. And get this, 50% of those had previous abortions. So wow. What's, what's that telling you? They're using that as a form of birth control. Yep. So they say they're pro-choice, and I agree. I am pro-choice. You have a choice whether you want to keep your pants on and your dress on. That's, That's right. That's your choice. That is it. Where's the responsibility yeah. in the bedroom? That's where yeah, I want exactly. Let's go back where these parents are exactly. teaching their kids. You know, it's funny because my dad, you know, the birds and the bees talk was very simple. Keep your pecker in your pants and you won't pay the consequences. Yeah. <laughs> and that's um, all he had to say. <laughs> that's exactly right. So in a lot of these women... I can tell you a story now. When when my wife was given birth to my son, they were full in the maternity ward. She was in a room with another woman. She was in there for her third or fourth abortion. My wife's in there to give birth. And she's talking to my wife, and she thought my wife was going in there for abortion. Of course, she looked like she was pregnant by, you know, she was like almost nine months. But the whole point is she looks at my wife and says, oh, man, you see my doctor? He's a good-looking man. The last thing I do, I get him in bed, and I thought, holy cow. They're, they're killing their kids. They don't consider it a human being, and life starts at conception. Yep. That's when it starts. Absolutely. So it's just got to, we got to turn this country back to God and the Bible. And that's what our forefathers built this country on. And what it's become now is a cesspool of LGBTQ Stupid teachers teaching that and CRT yep. and oh god. Well, with these rulings, it's going to be war now. So it is. We but can't. The thing uh, of it is most Christians and most Republicans sit there with their finger up their butt and they don't do anything. They right. don't say anything. You got to start speaking out. Yeah. You got to start going to things and and speaking out, saying, "Well, this has to stop in our schools. This has to stop on our streets." Instead, some of these towns are having these drag queen walking down the streets with their penis hanging out of their pants. Oh, yeah. And some of the women got their that. breasts hanging out, and they got little five-year-old kids with a gay flag watching this garbage. Yep. That's child abuse. That's child abuse. That needs to stop. And if you got that going on in your city, you need to have it stop. If you got a church that's running a gay flag, you need to leave that church with your feet and your money because they're not a church. Yep. I saw a church in, uh, what was it? Must have been Hudsonville or one, yep. it was a Methodist, and it had the doors out there, the pride flags on the doors. I think it was yeah. Methodist Church. 
I could not it's believe. It's not much of a church. It's a, it's a fiasco. It's garbage. So, you know, that's what you got to watch out in the end times. The truth is going to seem like a lie and the lie is going to seem like the truth. Yep. You got to have discernment to know what's right and what's wrong. And you're not going to know that unless you have a good relationship with Jesus Christ and you know your scripture. Well, Blue and Cross just, and Blue Shield is changing their policies, so they'll be able to have an option to travel for abortion expenses. What was it? There was some company that just said, if you work for us, we'll go ahead and pay for your abortion. I can't remember which company that well, was. Well, there's, there's a few companies that have come out to say they'll pay for travel expenses, but now here's an insurance company saying we're going to have an option as a policy to pay for those travel expenses. So it well, just... If that happens, and you got businesses that are doing this, and you happen to be a Christian, don't buy their products. Don't shop there. One of the worst ones is Target. Mm. They're very pro-homosexual. Don't yep. shop there. Just go somewhere else. Yep. But they rely on you. If you keep buying their stuff, they're going to keep putting out their, their garbage to the people. So mm-hmm. we just got to take a stand. And you know how you know how Meyer got around being open on Sundays? I happen to remember it. I'm 73. And the only Meyer that was closed yet on Sunday was over here in Jenison. It was closed on Sunday because everything shut down around here when I was a kid on Sunday. You didn't eat out on Sunday. You stayed home. You went to church on Sunday twice. What he did, he was never a Christian, by the way. Rich DeVos tried to uh, reach him, and he could never reach him because he was an atheist. But uh, what he did is he ran all his specials on Sunday. Mm. So all the Hollanders, and I'm one, so yep. I can say that, yep. they all came out on Sunday to get the good deals. That's how he broke the back of the Dutchman and the conservatives in Jenison. He ran his specials on Saturday. Well, I think all the communities at one point in time, you can sell liquor on Sunday. You can, I mean, there's a lot of things that were closed on Sunday. I remember being, I'm only 45, so there was still that in my, my childhood, not being able to do stuff on Sunday. Yep. Well, it's society's I, I going we, downhill. I don't know if we talked about this last time, but, uh, I'm not sure if we did re- DeSantis put a retired Marine, I think I talked about that, put a retired lieutenant colonel in charge of the Florida State Guards. There's a lot of states doing that now. Uh, They're making the State Guard instead of the National Guard. The National Guard, Biden can control. The State Guards, they can't. That's a state issue. So uh, good for those states that are wise Mm -hmm. enough. I think Texas is another one, so they're going to go out there and protect that border. Yeah, I, quite frankly, it's going to sound harsh, probably coming from me, but the only way you're going to stop all these people coming through the border is if you got armed guards and they got the authority to shoot. It goes on for a week or two, and it's done. It what was that? Uh, Supreme Court just allowed something to happen, so with the asylum thing that Trump put in. So apparently we have to accept them in the United States as they wait for their asylum court date or whatever the case may be. Because before, Trump said, you can claim asylum, but you're going to wait in Mexico. And the Supreme Court overruled that Trump. So that was a win for Biden uh, administration. Yeah, it might have been a win. But again, that would be one of the issues where I would tell the Supreme Court to stick it because you have no power to enforce what you – that's your opinion, but that's not ours. If we would have had a majority in uh, the Congress of Republicans and Trump was in there, they could just say, we're going to disregard that. We're going to go ahead – and send it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I ran across a good article by the former governor, Rick Scott of Florida. Oh, yeah. 
And he did an outstanding job on this. He said, our government has created the highest debt in human history. Americans are afraid to speak their minds for fear of being silenced and canceled by the woke elitist. Our children are, are being poisoned by false political agenda in their schools. Inflation is a tax placed on us by politicians who waste our money, just like our budget. Our inept withdrawal from Afghanistan dishonored the sacrifices of thousands of Americans and encouraged our enemies. Our poorest southern border is a national crisis. Our cities are overrun by theft, violence, and 30% increase in murder. Our government is making us less energy dependent. And he goes on to say, American warfighters are being indoctrinated with left-wing woke foolishness and kicked out of the military because of the Big Brother Vax mandate. That's a true statement. I know several people, one on my block whose son is in, they can't stand Biden. They can't stand the, getting the shot, and they're afraid if they don't get the shot, they're going to get kicked out. Some of the guys left willingly. Our government is eroding our work ethic by paying people not to work. That's a huge issue. That's why we can't find people to work. We're allowing biological males to destroy women's sports. That's true. Our kids are taught to hate America and divide each other by skin color. The FBI is spying on us now, concerned parents who speak out at school board meetings. That's wrong. Washington's economy is growing while America's economy is shrinking. And there's an old saying, when, when inflation is high, the government is, is doing well. When inflation is low, the people are doing well. And lethal drugs are now pouring into our country from China via our southern border. And then one thing he recommended, which I just this guy's just spot on, just like the Sanders. He says our kids. This is what he wants to do. One, he said, our kids will say the Pledge of Allegiance and salute the flag and learn the American is the greatest country and choose the school that best fits them. Two. The government will never again ask American citizens to disclose their race, ethnicity, or skin color on any government form. The soft on number three, the soft on crime days of coddling criminal behavior will end. We will refund and respect the police because they, not the criminals, are the good guys. Number six, we will eliminate all federal programs that can be done locally. Amen to that. And enact terms, limits for federal bureaucrats in Congress. And amen to that. Number seven, we will protect the integrity of American democracy and stop left-wing efforts to rig elections, just like we went through. We went through a coup, folks. Those Dominion machines switched votes. Thousands and thousands of votes went into those machines, counting between 2 o'clock in the morning and 5 o'clock in the morning. They weren't even folded. They didn't even have signatures on. Number eight, we will protect, defend, and promote the American family at all costs. I would totally agree with that. And men are men. Number nine, men are men and women are women and unborn babies are babies. We believe in science. That's science. Men are men and women are women. And babies are just people that are not born. Number 10, Americans will be free to welcome God in all aspects of our lives. And we will stop all government efforts to deny religious freedom and freedom of speech. Amen. The Democrat Party and their big tech allies have not merely secular, but they have virtually created a new religion of wokeness that is increasingly hostile towards the people of faith, people of faith, and particularly Christians and Jews. They are determined to drive all mention of God out of the public view. True. Number 11, we are Americans, not globalists. That's something Biden's got to get a handle on, the Democrats got to get a handle on. We're not supposed to keep all other countries wealthy. We're not supposed to take care of the whole world, even though we give more than any other country in the world for many different agencies. But they're trying to make a one world government. 
they're trying to put us under their World Health Organization. Uh, that's not going to happen as long as I'm alive. Of course, I can't stop everything, but that is a terrible idea. And they're going to control our health healthcare. So this whole thing that Scott just came up with it was right spot on. I had to read that because I thought this guy is good, just like the Sanus was good. And there's not been a people more persecuted now than Christians. And I'll guarantee you, our forefathers, when they said this country is only, our constitution is only good for a moral and religious people and not fit for any other, that's exactly correct. We're going in the wrong direction. And that constitution, they're going to pick it apart. They're going to destroy it. They're going to try to have a convention of states and change that constitution. And we're going to be hurting for it if they do. That's a great document. I never want to shred it. I never want to change it. I've got uh, a little article here, too, forwarded from a pastor friend of mine in Grand Rapids. And it talks about piggybacking off uh, Christian principles and stuff. And we're heading into the 4th of July weekend, the birth of our nation. And the title is, What is Christian Nationalism? Is celebrating the 4th of July an act of Christian nationalism? Christian nationalism is a term designed to silence the truth of the Bible in public life. Those who take their cues from the cultural critics have been manipulated to think that their God-given responsibility to lead in the nation God has called them to is somehow an act of idolatry. Some who cower to these cultural elites will ignore their nation during church services. To say that a person can't be thankful in church service for a God-ordained institution, government, seems as foolish to say we can't honor marriages, also a God-ordained institution, because we don't want people to worship their spouse above God. Love for country is not forbidden or idolatrous heart condition. And the vast majority of patriotic Christians do not worship their country or political party above God. The greater problem I see is a hate for America that seeks anti-God, anti-biblical solutions for society as a whole. The person calling their government away from these solutions is being falsely labeled as a Christian nationalist. That term was created by the enemies of the church to silence the truth of the Bible that speaks to the way of government should be constructed for the good of their citizens. I'm amazed at the number of Christians who lean into this terminology. They want the appearance of the holy grail of balance, a term the Bible never uses, and never described how to find the truth in two competing ideologies. Christians are commanded to pray for their leaders. Furthermore, when a Christian is called to lead, as they are in a democratic republic, they must use their vote to bring about positive Christ-honoring change. The casting of this vote will include discussions of the truth surrounding the candidate and the policies that a particular candidate is promoting. All of this discussion is part of the believer's responsibilities, not an idolatrous, idolatrous action falsely called Christian nationalism. Man, he hit the nail on the head on that one. Well, look at John the Baptist. A lot of Christians say he shouldn't get involved in government. What did he yep. do? Why did he get his head cut off? He went right to the head of the government and says, hey, you married your brother's wife. That's wrong. They throw him in jail, and then uh, one of his wife's daughters danced for him, and he says, I want John the Head's Baptist on a platter, and that's what he got. What did Jesus do? He went right to the heart of the government of the Jewish faith. They were corrupt as heck, and he just hammered those people. 
Uh, the Roman, yes, he did say, give Caesar what's Caesar's. Yep. Uh, but give God what's God's. But the, the, the government of the church at the time was just corrupt. And he spilled no beans about telling them what mm-hmm. they were, whitewashed sepulchers and everything else. So the problem we're having is Christians are not being Christians. They're not standing up for what's right. They're not voting for what's right. They're not getting together as church members and people. They're not speaking about politics. Pastors are afraid to speak it on the pulpit, even though in the inner city they do it every stinking day. Uh, we need to do more of it. And uh, never was it meant uh, that the, the government was never supposed to make, like the Church of England was, a state religion. But it doesn't mean that churches can't say stuff about what's going on in politics. But uh, I think as Hagee, one of the big pastors, he challenged the IRS, says, come after me. Just come after me. Come on, come after me. I'm going to speak about politics. And he spoke about how good Trump was. He spoke about a lot of other people that never came after him because they know he's, they're going to lose in court. Yep. So, folks, this is an election cycle. We're voting right now absentee. You got to vote. Get out there and vote. Don't vote for these people that just voted for this budget. One of them is the one Brian's running against, Roger Victory. And he took my place when I termed out, and so did Robert Hewlin. And both, especially Robert Hewlin, right off the bat wanted to raise your gas tax and do all these things, something I just did not do and would not vote for and did not do when we were in the majority. So we got bad people in office who don't have uh, looking after you as their primary responsibility. It's more about them. It's more about running for election again. It's more about keeping them benefits, keeping that paycheck coming in. And these idiots that's just signed a $76.1 billion budget for the state of Michigan need to be thrown out on their ear. And I'll guarantee you, well, I know what's going to happen here. A lot of people are not that are not involved. And I think our forefathers said, one of the things that's going to kill this republic is an uninformed electorate. That's what we have now. Yep. All they're going to see is a a couple of nice flyers they got in the mail, which the liberals put out, or a hit piece that they put out, and they're going to think that's true. And if it's coming from the GOP uh, headquarters, it probably isn't true because they want people that will do what they are told. And that's not what we need. We need people that do what's right. And there is a difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you got to find those people and you got to talk to them and you got to vote for them. So get out there and vote, speak up, run for school board, run for precinct delegate, run for anything you can. Get involved. Christians need to be like the yeast and the bread to make it rise to the top. Right now we're sinking to the bottom because the Christians aren't involved enough. Yep. Amen to that. That's well, all I got. Well, Dave, that's a good one. I just want to well, shout out to my father whose um, birthday was today. He has he died last July 8th. Um, so he's been in heaven for almost a year. So I just want to... How old was he? He was only 67. He, I can um, be your dad. <laughs> he, uh, um, yeah, I, I look at it now like, man, with all this stuff going on, I, I sure wish that was me someday being up in heaven and playing with grandpa and grandma up there and all my other relatives that are up there. Um, yeah, but the scary thing about all that is I think that way sometimes too, but then the other part of it is I have to give an account for everything I say and do, and sometimes I don't say and do everything I should. Yep. And and I'm thinking that's a scary thing. But again, we as Christians know that Christ paid the price for our sins. Absolutely. So if you believe 
Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and he was crucified for you, and he raised from the dead, then you're saved. So keep that in mind. Yep. If you think you're good enough, you're really good, you're probably not good. If you think you're not good enough, that's probably a good place to be. Good place to start. Humble. You can exactly. be humble and start that way. So Fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. You got there it. You go. Thanks, Dave. We'll talk you to you next week. See, See ya. You're listening to the Patriots Voice of Michigan. God bless.